0: In this episode, we're going to talk about cravings. Ah, yes. Are they bad or are they a message from your body? We'll break down the reasons you have cravings, explore them, and figure out how to proceed from a place of empowerment. Stay tuned and get ready to gain control over your daily cravings. Welcome to the Vita Sana Integrative Nutrition Podcast, where we explore your health on and off the plate. I'm your host, Maria Aiello, Certified Integrative Nutrition Health Coach and Wellness Warrior. I'm so thankful you're here, so toss aside your past beliefs on nutrition, and let's work together towards a happier, healthier lifestyle. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode two. I'm so excited. Um, Thank you for being here. Today, we're going to talk about cravings. Are they good? Are they bad? Um, So we're going to break this down a little bit here. Cravings are most often related to something off of your plate. And that's right. You heard that right. So your body, think of your body like a computer, Your body knows when to eat, it knows when to sleep, go to the bathroom, it maintains your temperature, repairs itself when wounded, it breaks down food into usable nutrients and energy. Your body knows what it's doing. Yet we think of these cravings as a weakness or something bad, but cravings are actually an important message from your body. Um, And when you learn to listen to those cravings, you'll make better choices in the long run. So let's break down some reasons why you have cravings, okay? Um, There are lots of reasons why. Some are scientific, some are emotional. Um, They're all different reasons. One of the biggest reasons is water dehydration. This is me, 100%. I'm dehydrated and I grab a snack. Um, There are those studies that show drinking water before a meal makes you eat less, blah, blah, blah. Um, but there's actually some more science to that. So let me give you the cliff notes um, because there is a little bit behind you know, being thirsty and craving food. So lack of fluid intake um, can make it more difficult for your body to metabolize glycogen, which is stored glucose or sugar, and your body turns that into energy. So your body, when it's lacking that or it you know, can't metabolize that, it's going to crave sugar for a quick source of energy. So it breaks down the system when you need water. That's it. All you need is water to rehydrate. So um, a lot of times when I have a craving, I'll try and drink some water and evaluate if I'm thirsty, but we're going to go into how to evaluate your cravings in a minute. Let's just talk about some of the reasons now. Another one is lack of what we call primary food, which are some of those things that I talked about in episode one, your career, your relationships, um, spiritual practice, like are you bored? Are you emotional eating? Do you have a bad relationship, unhappy in your job? A lot of us cope with our emotions through food, and that's really important to figure out if it might be something emotional. Um, I know... (laughs) I eat when I'm bored. My kids eat when we're bored. That is a huge, huge thing. Uh, another one might be seasonal. During the winter, we crave heavier, hardier foods, carbs, um, soups, potatoes, breads, sugar. Um, but in the summer, what do you think you crave, Right watermelon, salads, leafy greens, light things, um, things like that that are going to be light and airy and full of nutrients. So the seasonal factor really does play into it because when you're home, you just want something comfy to keep you, you know, satisfied. Another thing you could have is a lack of nutrients. There's something called pica, which really isn't too common but it's called pica, and it's a non-food craving. Um, it can make you crave weird things. If you ever watched, there was that show, and I think it was like the Discovery Channel, um, had people eating weird things like cigarette butts and rocks and things like that. Um, that is not very normal. Um, it's not too common, I should say. It is a normal thing that happens. Um, so if it does happen to you, it is normal. Um, and that's something you can speak with your primary care physician about. But there are other lack of nutrients that can make you crave, Things like if you have low iron, you'll crave meat, things like that. Another um, thing would be hormonal, of course. Um, Us ladies, we know this one well menstruation, pregnancy, and menopause. Um, And let me give you the cliff notes on this one. There is a lot of science behind this. Um, It can change your serotonin and your blood sugar to make you crave things. Serotonin is, you know, from your brain. Um, And it also, creates a change in estrogen and cortisol. And that puts the body in a state of what we call high stress. And that heightens your appetite to crave foods that are high in carbs and fat. And this is something we're going to talk about in a couple more episodes about this fight or flight mode. Your body needs these nutrients because it doesn't know if it's like stressed out or having this hormonal imbalance or if it's getting chased by a bear, right? So it's just thinking this fight or flight mode. I need this energy so I can keep running from this bear, or I need this sugar because your hormones are out of whack. So there's all these reasons why your cravings can happen. But the key here is how to navigate these cravings and acknowledge them. So the first thing you want to do is acknowledge the craving. We all know that if we ignore craving, we just want it worse. If we say, I'm craving chocolate, I'm just going to ignore it. And you try to eat a strawberry, you're still going to want the chocolate after the strawberry. <laughs> At least I do. Um, so we're going to acknowledge those cravings first. That's really, really important. Give them validation. Then you're going to explore the craving. Is the craving occurring with an emotion? Is this an emotional eating? You know, are you upset? Is it something... Um, in your career or your relationship? Are you tired? When you're tired, you make poor choices on eating. I talked about this in the last episode as well, about how I was tired and I started craving carbs. Um, It is actually a study that tired people eat more calories throughout the day if you're sleep deprived. Studies show an increase um, in preference of calorie rich foods when you're sleep deprived. So you're going to, you know, crave those dense calorie high rich things like donuts and pastas and creams and things like that. Stress. If you're stressed out, you're going to crave comfort foods, energy dense with less nutrient foods. Um, And if you're stressed, maybe try an activity to de-stress. Um, if it's an emotional, if you're tired, you've got to take that nap, you've got to get more sleep. So these are areas that when you explore them, you can correct it. Um, and I'm not saying that you don't have to give into that craving, because I am a huge um, proponent of, you know, it's not always what, you, you know, it's not what you eat. Sometimes it's what you eat all the time, right? It's not always this thing where you have to not eat the chocolate or not eat the cookie. Eat the cookie. But we went to proceed from empowerment. So um, there are other things like highly palatable foods. And this is so important, especially in this toxic food environment we live in right now where processed foods, I think I heard something the other day that like the average American's diet is like 90% processed food. Um, And I want you to think about these companies and I'm not going to name any, but that make these processed foods like a cookie. Okay. Let's just think of all the big cookie brands. They actually have people in laboratories, laboratories creating these highly palatable foods. They're actually making a chemical mixture to that like affects your brain. It affects your brain to want it, to release serotonin, to have these feel good um, emotions, and we'll also get into sugar in another time, but sugar can act like an opiate that 's what what's that 's what it does to your brain, the same things that opiates do, so they have these people that design these foods to be highly craved by you so and that 's also like if you 've had Um, like cookie cravings and stuff, and then you just don't eat cookies for two weeks, you stop craving them as much because it's not in your regular routine and your brain isn't like wired that way. Um, Another thing is tied to habit. And this one, uh, moms, you guys all know this, the kids go to bed and what do you do? You get all the foods that you can't eat when they are around. Um, (laughs) I know that's me or nap time. So there's also, you know, the three o'clock, energy you know depletion where it's three o'clock you're sitting at your desk you got to grab that coffee you want like a muffin or a granola bar with the sugar attached to it. So that is a huge one if it's tied to habit you need to think about like am I really hungry or is this just because the kids went to bed and this is what I normally get or it's nap time and this is what I normally eat um, So you want to think about that as well ask yourself, this is huge. Ask yourself if this craving is guiding you towards a food that supports your health. And this is super, super important because it's really going to help you figure out what you want to eat. (laughs) I know that sounds silly, but if it's, if it's bringing you towards your diet or away from your diet, it's going to affect if you're really going to eat it. Right. Um, Also, I want you to think about, I want you to think about like if you go out with your friends and you, you know, want to eat tacos and the desserts and have the drinks, um, you know, that's something you can do. Don't think that you can't do that. And if you crave that, like that's also a craving you can have. I'm craving going out and having a meal. But did you ever notice that sometimes when you go do that? You'll come back or the next day and you'll crave a big salad or something healthy. And that's your body's way of balancing it out. Um, and, you know, going out with friends, that contributes to your well being. It's all interconnected. Um, so just ask yourself about where that food is guiding you, that food craving is guiding you. Is it guiding you towards donuts um, or is it guiding you towards, you know, something a little healthier? Could you maybe substitute it? All of these things are going to help you proceed from a place of empowerment. We don't want to think that these cravings are the boss of us, right? That you can't help it. You just, you got to have that cookie and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, Use these cravings to determine if something is out of balance. Will this food satisfy your craving or is there something else out of balance that you might need to fix? we're going to experience cravings from time to time, maybe every day. Um, And you'll find yourself craving um, nutrient dense food, good food, leafy greens, whatever. um, If you start kind of evaluating where you're going with these and checking in with yourself, instead of just grabbing whatever you are craving. So try to implement some of these rewind, take notes. And I know that once you figure out where you're cravings are coming from you're going to have an easier time figuring out how to deal with them thanks so much for tuning in today i'm so happy you're here stay well and i would love to connect with you on social media you can find me maria aiello on instagram or facebook you can find vita sana on facebook as well Um, Or you can hit up my website, vitasana.life, and we can connect there. I'll see you next time.